Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's Greg and Stephanie. It's so good to be with you on this last Thursday laugh, of the month. I'm laughing because yeah, you said that I was going to bring us in. You were going to bring us in. I thought you meant like later on when no, our guests no, it's were okay. here. It's okay. It's all right. I, I, I guess I misunderstood We just you. had that awkward pause at the beginning. It's all good. That's kind of like how my, my week is going as is I it? try to adjust to life back in the good old USA. Just, yeah. You know, the whole brain fog of uh, international travel. It's a yes. real thing. Well, I, I didn't go internationally anywhere. Yeah, but I just got crossed it as the well. state line, but okay. I guess I have it as okay. well. So okay. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. It's all good. So how was life last week when I was uh, in Lebanon? We were just busy moving yeah. right along. Nothing really out of the ordinary. I'd rather hear how things were in yeah. Lebanon with you. Well, I would tell you, it's probably the best mission trip I've been a part of. Uh, Why it, is by that? far the busiest. I, I did a lot of preaching, a lot of teaching, shared devotions for the Heart for Lebanon leadership team mm-hmm. during their annual leadership retreat. I mean, th- they were long days. They would pick mm-hmm. us up in the hotel maybe around eight o'clock in the morning. And a couple times we didn't get dropped off till eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Wow. Um, afternoon man just the the tired would hit you just the <laughs> the cloud of tired i would call it <laughs> and uh, but no, it was awesome. There's so so many good things happening in Lebanon, and you know people hear Beirut and they you know they think of Hezbollah, and right. it, it's still a, a factor in sure. Lebanon. There's no doubt about it. But th- there is just a movement within Heart for Lebanon and other evangelical Christian churches mm-hmm. and Christian organizations, and people are hungry mm-hmm. for the good mm-hmm. news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And here's the highlight: I didn't even stay long enough. I left Friday night, but on Saturday there were 26 mm-hmm. baptisms that took place at Hope Evangelical Church in Zakle in the Baca Valley. So now, do they baptize in a baptismal or do they baptize they do. in a river? Well, they do both. Do but in Zakle, uh, Hope Evangelical Church, when Heart for Lebanon built their ministry hub in the Baca Valley five years ago, very nice church with a baptistry. And um, the Lebanese Christians, at least these Lebanese Christians, they take baptism very seriously. Mm-hmm. You have to go through an interview process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for many... Uh, it is a radical departure from what they've grown up with. You know, I mean, the Muslim faith. Oh, absolutely. And what happens in many instances, probably not every instance, but in many instances, I heard stories of people that said, when I made the decision to follow Jesus and I made the decision Mm -hmm. to be baptized, Mm -hmm. my family, they've cut me off. You know, what one person said that her father looked at her and said, you are really dead to me now that you have, you know, rejected the Muslim faith. And so before uh, you left, you had said something in the ser- in the Sunday service you talked about how women are coming to Christ um, yeah. more than men did you see that still oh absolutely okay, so that's yeah still- M- many of the home visits that I was a part of it is the woman that has led the way the children are following mom mm-hmm. in-, in some instances the husbands are as well mm-hmm. but the reason I think more than anything is the women are drawing the conclusion now I'm gonna paint with a broad brush which I, I probably shouldn't do mm-hmm. but they're saying we're not getting any help anywhere the government's mm-hmm. not helping us 
Um, Muslim leaders are not helping mm-hmm. us, but Heart for Lebanon, you know, they're doing the food distribution mm-hmm. and they're caring for our children and they've got the hope on wheels and mm-hmm. th- there really is a meet our needs and mm-hmm. they're using that to be able to tell the sure. story of sure. Jesus. That's and awesome. So it's just, it's, it's a reminder to me that here in America, you know, obviously it's a totally different context. It's a totally different set of circumstances. But I think of like the St. James Food Pantry mm-hmm. that takes place, mm-hmm. the An- Antioch Missionary Baptist Church mm-hmm. Food Pantry that takes place. You never know what seeds of faith you're planting sure. by meeting a physical need. And for some people, they may just say, give me my bag of food and, you know, I don't want to hear about Jesus. Right. But right. how many people see that kind of unconditional mm-hmm. love and they mm-hmm. say, well, I want to know more about mm-hmm. this Jesus that, that drives you, this Jesus that inspires you. Right. So, right. yeah. Well, welcome back. What do you back. miss about home when you're gone? Besides um, Marla and the dog. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, just family, just, yeah. you know, the, the blessings of relationships. You yeah. know, I, I really miss my my wife, my kids, my grandkids. Of course, in our reality right now, we don't see our kids and grandkids on a regular basis right. anyway. Missed friendships, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, the great thing is that these are short trips. I was yeah. gone eight days. Right. So, you know, it wasn't like it was a three-week mission trip sure. or anything along those lines. Pack and a lot in a few days, yeah, it was that's, a, sure. that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. It was... Uh, <laughs> We really had one day on Sunday. I preached in the South near uh, near Sidon at the Hope Evangelical Church there, and we we left probably around noon and grabbed lunch on the way back. Mm-hmm. And we were back at the hotel by two thirty, and I didn't have anything the rest of the day. But that was really the only day that right. we didn't have full days. Now I did something I've never done before. I I flew home. I left in the evening. Normally you leave early in the morning, like okay. very early in okay. the morning. We left. I left at six o'clock from Beirut just took a one-hour flight to Amman, Jordan, and I had a six-hour layover. Hmm. So I've never paid to be a part of one of those premium lounges. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Do I, do I yeah. look like yeah. I know what you're talking about? No. So uh, I splurged. It wasn't as much as I thought it would be, but I was able to take a shower. Nice. I, they had a buffet, which was really good food. But really, you just had this very comfortable, quiet kind of lounge area. Through I the could, airline? Yeah, this, this... Th- this was through one of the airlines. There was actually three different options there, and I just stumbled uh, across this one. Okay. It was very, very dead in there. Huh. I expected it would be hustling in and Amman. bustling, and I in Amman, okay. and I asked the guy. He said, "Oh, there's hardly anybody here. I think I counted five people." Huh. So you almost kind of had it to yourself, but it really made the layover right. go by pretty quickly. Right. I had internet access, so I was able to reconnect with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if I'll do that again or not. But it was the best. I bet you do. It was the best fifty-one dollars that. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent in a long time. Sure. Well worth it. Sure. So, Very you know, good. Yeah. Very good. So anyway. Well, hey, let's go to break. Okay. I've got several articles that I want to talk right. about. And then at the bottom of the hour, we have Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander coming to us from the state's attorney office. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool drive that they're a part of mm-hmm. in October. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie, I know you have a question that you're going to ask state's attorney Lacey. Uh, I do. Related to what happened in our state, what, 10 days ago, September 18. So. That's I right. So. They, call it, they call it the Safety Act. Is that right, I want to say? Or is the Fair, S- fair something, yeah. Pre-Trial Fairness Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, related to the Safety yes, Act, I yeah. think. So, yeah. so we'll yeah. see how that unfolds, and I'm going to let you take the lead uh, on okay, that, okay? Great. It is Thursday, September 28. It's Greg and Steph. You're listening to Direct Line, and we will be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. 
Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tank Wash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free, free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives, one decision at a time. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, September 28th. It's Greg. It's Steph. And uh, I had an opportunity to do a little surfing this week of the internet. And I came across three articles that I want to talk about you real, talk with you real quickly. The first is an article about one of my favorite preachers. I mean, I, I love listening to Tony Evans. The Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas has just been a blessing to so many. And uh, Dr. Evans lost his wife. Lois four years ago to cancer. Mm -hmm. They've been married for 49 years. And there's an article in Christianity Today from late last week. And here's the headline. Tony Evans brings up the mixed emotions of remarriage after loss. He announced to his Dallas congregation that he is engaged. Uh, His fiance Carla Crummy, I think Mm -hmm. is how you would say Mm -hmm. that, is also a widow who lost her husband about the same time as Lois's passing. But what I what I I guess appreciated about this article is that he said we are living through both grief and celebration. Yeah. We we are blessed to be able to be together, mm-hmm. but we are both still grieving the loss of our spouses. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you you read the article. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I thought it was a really good article because it it addressed you know not only the issues of both the widow and the widower, but you know the children involved in the families. How it's difficult for children who are grieving a parent, the loss of a parent, and then the other parent remarries. The financial implications, um, you know, addressing that 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 sometimes is messy. Yeah. So I thought it was a good article because it it just seemed to be real and address it. And, and oftentimes I think, especially men, I mean, they seem to remarry fast when, when they lose a spouse. Um, and statistics was it. Yeah. I think it was this article that talked about the statistics of, you know, there's a lot of women who lose their spouse. Right. Um, right. More so 
than I guess guys die earlier. I don't know, yeah. but there's a lot I of think women. That's right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and um. You know, I just thought it was good, and I thought he addressed it with this congregation. You know, yeah. the family was there, the kids were there, and yeah. this is a celebration, but it's also somber. Yeah, I think it was the word he used: somber and celebration. So. I, I love this quote from Evans that he said to his church: "This may evoke some grief in some people, mm-hmm. which I can understand because we're still reminded about the fingerprints." Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I watched a really good friend uh, who I had actually been in local church ministry with for uh, for about four years he lost his wife much too soon she mm-hmm. died of cancer and and he remarried and, and we remain really good friends mm-hmm. to this day mm-hmm. but it did evoke um, a lot of emotion with you know children and with church members and I just thought it was great that he he really kind of addressed it head-on and mm-hmm. I think that's a message for the church today don't hide from grief right don't be afraid of emotion. Mm-hmm. That's why I love so much the ministry of Grief mm-hmm. Share. Mm-hmm. And I know at Second Church, Grief Share launched, what, a week ago? Is that right? I, I think we've so. had our second week. We, so. we meet on Tuesday nights mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Right. in Hallelujah Hall. All are welcome to come and be a part of it. What is it, a 13-week I believe curriculum, so. I, I believe. believe I know your mom's really involved in a grief right. share They're, in Covington, mm-hmm. Indiana. Mm-hmm. They're well into their session. Yeah. Yep. And so I think for a, a lot of people, I ran into one of our widows at the grocery store on Labor Day, and I just really encouraged her to mm-hmm. think about being a part of it. She's mm-hmm. like, well, I just don't know. Well, she came, you okay. know. And so, again, it may not be for everybody, but I think um, Satan wants us isolated. Mm-hmm. He wants us lonely. He wants us, you know, in despair. And the thing I've noticed from grief share is that you really can see almost a community develop, you know, and before long, you've got people, they're going to lunch together. They're going to coffee together. It doesn't mean that there's not sadness. It doesn't mean that there, there's not heartbreak, but I think you you can find a community where Mm -hmm. you're able to connect. Yeah. I thought pastor Evans addressed it well, at least in this article and, you know, to help lead his church through that transition. Cause I'm sure it's hard when you lose a pastor's wife. Yeah. You know, I think about if something happened to Marla, yeah. how that would affect our church right. or, right. or if Judy Mincer, right. you know, some, right. they're, right. they're such an in, integral part of right. your right. ministry. Right. And, and so I thought, yeah, to address it head on yeah. and we wish them the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's article number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the duck dynasty people are going to be back on the big screen. Yeah. There's a movie that actually comes out today. It's entitled the blind as in, I think the duck blind, right. the hunting blind, <laughs> but it's the story of Phil Robertson and his wife. Mm-hmm. And I've got an article here from uh, Christian post, Willie Robertson, who I think is the old of the Robertson children says it was hard watching his parents story mm-hmm. in the new film The Blind and it really talks about the struggles that Phil and Kay Robertson had early in life mm-hmm. you know Phil uh, of course eventually surrendered his life to Jesus I-, I would say is one of probably the most outspoken pro-Jesus communicators right. in, in our country today, just unashamedly mm-hmm. uh, calling people to follow after Jesus. But um, we've had some great faith-based movies that have come out mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. couple years. And, you know, Jesus Revolution mm-hmm. really inspired what's happening this week at Ellsworth Park in a lot of ways. Right. But I'm excited to go to the movies. I probably won't go tonight, but I want to go see The Blind mm-hmm. and see the story of the Robertsons. Are you much of a Duck Dynasty person? You know much about the Robertsons? Well, Not I really. I know who they are, but yeah. no, I don't really watch and I'm not in the hunting, but I do appreciate the fact that, you know, their kids and their grandkids are watching this and, you know, saying, did that really happen to Grandma Kate? Because yeah. I guess she got pretty desperately low. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it sounds like through this yeah. article. 
And what an amazing thing. I mean, how many people have the opportunity to have their, their life story in the movies? Not that we would want our life story in the movies, but for their family, I think it's kind of cool that the grandkids are going to get to see how yeah. God changed their yeah. grandparents' lives um, so radically. And so, you know, I grew up, I think, maybe in a family, an extended family, where the whole idea was, you know, we don't ever air the dirty laundry. You sure. know, we're just yeah. going to kind of keep it under the radar. Not that there was a lot to air mm-hmm. anyway, but mm-hmm. what I love about this is it sounds like Phil and Kay are saying, we want to tell this story mm-hmm. because it helps you better understand how the transformation took mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And it may inspire others. Again, I, I think you never go wrong with transparency. I think when you are authentic mm-hmm. and you are transparent and you're able to tell the story of how Jesus brought radical change to your life, mm-hmm. that encourages others. And it may encourage people that are kind of in that valley. Mm-hmm. They're in that really right. dark time to say there is a better way. Right. So anyway, right. check it out. The Blind. I'll be honest. I was going to check movie theaters in the area to see if it's coming here. I don't know. I don't I'm know assuming either. it's in Champaign and Lafayette, but I'm not sure. Here's number three. Something hit my phone last week. Uh, I think my last day in Lebanon, uh, or it may have been, I, I can't remember exactly when it was. Was, but it was related to former President Donald Trump and an interview that took place where he basically came out and said that if he is reelected president, he's going to fix the abortion conundrum and that both sides are going to really like him and that he's going to be able to come up with some uh, middle ground, like a 15-week abortion ban that everybody's going to be excited about. But what really kind of got my ire is that he said, and I know he hates DeSantis and he's trying to you know blast Florida, but he said that the heartbeat bill of Florida was just a terrible thing just how awful it was. Um, And I don't know what his philosophy is. I'll forever be thankful for the Supreme Court that we have and a lot of the judicial um, appointments that have taken place, you know, from 2017 to early 2021. But I'll tell you, you might just see real quickly that the evangelical vote is not in your back pocket with comments like this. Right. So, um, I was not a happy camper as I heard this unfolding. And and I'll just say for a lot of people, they're saying compromise is where you need to land stuff for me. I mean, that that's an issue above all issues where I'll I'll never, I'll personally never say, Hey, I'd be great with a 15 week national ban right? ever, you know, ever in a million years. So that's me, you know, maybe I'm I'm the outlier. I don't know. I agree with you. And I, I, I agree when, once you detect a heartbeat, I mean, I think that's, to me, yeah. I, I believe that conceptions or, you know, life starts at conception, but right. particularly once you have a heartbeat. But right. I thought he's just so full of himself to say, I would sit down with both sides. Right. I will negotiate right. something. We'll end up with peace on that issue for the first time. In right. 50. Really? Right. He's right. going to come up with he's a number. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to agree on it. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's lunacy. It's. And again, here's the thing. Let's say you have a 15 week hard ban, Mm -hmm. you're still going to have 96% of the abortions that take place in America taking place. Mm -hmm. That, that, that's not a pro-life victory. It's just simply not. So, uh, we'll see where this goes. We'll see if he walks this back. I won't be surprised if he doesn't try to walk this back, but he's getting hit hard by many of the pro-life leaders that I follow, like Lila Rose Mm -hmm. of Life Action Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Students for Life, uh, Kristen Wagner from the Alliance Defending Freedom. They did not mince their words. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. in response to this. So we'll watch this in the weeks to come. Hey, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to have Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander from the state's attorney's office with us. I do want to just plant a seed for next week. Next week on Direct Line, we're going to have Paul D. Armin and Mariah Hansen mm-hmm. from the Women's Care Clinic with us. Paul D. Armin has been a fundraising machine. He's raised over forty-two thousand wow, dollars, and his fundraising <laughs> efforts conclude this Sunday. And so it's not too mm-hmm. late to reach out and give toward this cause. He'd love to hit fifty thousand right. dollars. If you would like to make a commitment to give to Paul's fundraising efforts, reach out to me, Greg at SecondChurch.com. I will get you in contact with Paul or Mariah. But I'm excited to have him in studio me next too. week. That's gonna be but fun. let's go to break. When okay. we come back, we'll hear from Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great! You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, September 28th. It's Greg and Steph, and we welcome back to Direct Line return visitors, return guests, Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander from the Vermilion County State's Attorney's Office. Welcome back, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. And so um, I'm trying to remember, Lucy, when you guys were here before. Was it March, maybe? Something like that? And you guys were pushing several things. And you're here today. And there's a couple things we want to talk about. But we want to start with the month of October and this drive that you guys are initiating, the supply drive. So just jump right in front of that microphone and tell us what's happening, Lucy. Okay. So this is actually our fifth annual um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month supply drive. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yeah. So we are trying to gather items that are needed by domestic violence survivors, victims, the kids that 
that stay with the uh, mothers at the women's shelters here yeah. in Danville. So both for Crosspoint Domestic Violence and Transitional Shelter and Day Spring um, yeah. Women and Children's Shelter. And so what are some of the items that we're talking about, like ballpark? We need personal care items, shampoo, conditioner, okay. Bed linens, blankets, yeah. socks and underwear, yeah. bras for, li- yeah. you know, I mean, just all kinds of things that you don't think about leaving your house with in an emergency. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you talk about an emergency in situations like this. This is not something a lot of times where they're planning, you know, next Thursday right. I'm going to take out. There's a crisis that's happened right. and they're walking out. And so that's why it's so crucial to yes. make that happen. People want to donate. How, how do they do that? How do they make so it happen? We will have donation boxes at both Mad Goat Coffee locations here in Danville on South Gilbert and North Vermilion Street. Okay. And then in Hoopston at the Pink Poodle in unique boutique shop and flowers on main in georgetown so i don't know what the pink poodle is but that sounds like a pretty cool place you, in need, to, you need to go there and buy some gifts <laughs> is that my type of place probably or not have <laughs> you been Marla. have you been to the pink poodle not. okay i have not okay but i love mad goat you know mad yes. goat's a great mm-hmm. place to go seriously this is such a need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you see just our current atmosphere in the fall of 2023 are these shelters are they phasing out? Are they needed more than ever? What's happening in our community right now? They're always needed. There's okay. always a need for these women's shelters. And um, like like we talked about, it's an emergency situation. Yeah. And the ladies and their families need somewhere to go. Yeah. They need they need these items. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. State's Attorney Lacey, how are you? Great. And it's Jacqueline, right? Not Jackie. I do prefer right? Jacqueline. Yes. Um, there yeah. are a few people in my life, I think it was before 2005, that call yeah. me Jackie. Yeah. Um, my family <laughs> still does. But um, absolutely, I'll answer to most anything. Right. But Jackie or Jacqueline would probably be more appropriate well, than some of the other things people would like to call me, I suppose. <laughs> well, off air in March, I called you Jackie. <laughs> and I realized real quickly that's not your preferred <laughs> name. I, I get it. It's no. all good. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, State's Attorney Lacey always works, too. There you go. There you go. So, State's Attorney Lacey, what's happening in the world of um, prosecution? You know, um, obviously, September 18th started No Cash Bail, um, mm-hmm. also known as Pretrial Fairness, also known as PFA. And so, I think... This Domestic Violence uh, Awareness Month is more important this year than it's probably been in many years past. Yeah. Like Lucy said, this is our fifth annual. So after I became state's attorney, we did a lot of things to try to boost um, our outreach out into the community, our involvement with victims. We added victim advocates. We got federal grants. Yeah. Um, the county board has continued to support those programs even after the feds you know, stopped the grant money. So we have four full-time advocates um, and getting... Um, Getting victims into a safe situation is more important than ever. I think we've seen this last week. There are many defendants that we are charging with crimes and we are asking for them to be detained and they have actually been released. Um, And so um, we're in a situation where there's probably going to be more need than ever. Um, And so like Lucy said, you know, you didn't. You don't know what the Pink Poodle is, but it's on Route Nine, yes. also known as Orange Street in in uh, Hoopston. Lisa Breimeyer owns that little boutique. Okay. Um, there's a lot of really great, fabulous items there that you can purchase for family and friends, and maybe your wife. Okay. Um, and so she's been a great supporter of mine and a great supporter of this, and we appreciate that. So just having places around the county, you can also always drop off at my office, which is in the courthouse at Seven North Vermilion. Right. You can drop off at the shelters themselves. Yeah. 
Um, but these are basic items every day that you use when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when we're in these situations of these individuals getting out of jail mm-hmm. in a 48 hour period mm-hmm. rather than a couple of months right. or a couple right. of weeks, right. um, you know, it's going to be really extremely difficult to try to stop the cycle of violence. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned 48 hours. Is that the window now? So when typically? we file, if, Okay, so in pretrial fairness, it is presumed release in every case. So there is a list of cases in which we can actually request detention. So when we file a detention petition, typically it's 24 to 48 hours. It's depending on the crime, depending on the type of offense, how quickly they get back into court for a detention petition. And we can ask for that person to be detained before the hearing in front of the judge and then we go to hearing on a detention petition and the judge makes a decision whether it's going to be released with pretrial conditions okay or it's going to be detained inside the jail okay so release with pretrial conditions how willing are these offenders to do the conditions well um so everybody that's charged with a crime obviously is presumed innocent until they are proven guilty mm-hmm. in a court of law. Um, I like to just preface that, but yeah. I would also say that um, my office does not charge people that I don't believe are guilty of the crime mm-hmm. in right. which we charge mm-hmm. um, from an ethical standpoint. And um, so, you know, I've been in the criminal justice system for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And to be quite frank with you, people who are criminals and don't want to follow the law will not People who are law-abiding as citizens will do. If people made a mistake and they just found themselves in a bad circumstance, they will follow the rules. Mm -hmm. The others will not. Right. Um, And so that's, I guess, you know, that's the scary component. That's the scary component. It really Um, is scary. So Illinois is the only state, correct, that has this? I looked that up this morning. That's what it said. The extreme to which in, in which it was implemented, yes. And it talked about a lot of times that th- this cash bail or whatever that people offer oftentimes goes to pay for fees. And how, how are they going to pay for this stuff now if there's no money offered up front to pay for fees? And well, I'm sure things? the people that pay their taxes, like you and me, will be <laughs> we'll paying we'll for that. Yeah. We'll pick yeah. it up. Yeah. And I think that's why more than ever we need probably mm-hmm. more cross-point domestic violence and transitional mm-hmm. shelters. We need more... You know, women's the day spring um, women and children shelters. We're going to need more places for people to find a safe place mm-hmm. to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the drive, Lucy, with all these supplies. Let's say someone's listening and they're like, yeah, I'll give some shampoo. I'll give some staples. But are, are there ways to financially contribute? I mean, I know a little bit about mm-hmm. day spring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they really function primarily on donations. I mean, is that something that they just do on their own? Is there an avenue to be able to say, I want to partner with ministries and organizations like this? If they would like to make a donation, we can accept it. We can okay. coordinate getting it to the shelters if yeah. that needs to happen. But yeah, we can definitely accept monetary donations. Yeah. So uh, State's Attorney Lacey, what is the future for the state of Illinois, I, I would be a prophet and say, I don't think this is sustainable long term. I think you're going to end up with something that even our leaders in the state that have championed this can't possibly imagine. Am I overreacting? My opinion, I mean, I think everybody, I, I think it's unconstitutional. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Supreme Court disagreed with me. The um, Illinois. The Supreme Illinois Supreme Court. Court right, but right, there's no right. basis. There's no basis in which to challenge it to the United States Supreme Court. Okay. Um, based upon the Illinois Constitution, based upon um, the statutory guidelines that were set forth by the legislature. 
Um, you know, I think there are going to be a lot of unintended consequences mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of people have been reaching out wanting to know how things are going. And I'm like, well, it's been a couple of days. Right. You know, ask me in a year how it's going. Right. You look right. around and see what's happening mm-hmm. in your communities in a year and see how you feel about right. this. And mm-hmm. I keep reminding people elections matter. Yeah. They matter. They yeah. matter who you put in Springfield yeah. because those are the people that are passing these bills and these laws that we then yeah. have to, you know, for lack of a better term, right. then we have to try to digest yeah. and mm-hmm. figure out how to Im- implement the best way we can. How many state's attorneys in Illinois on record said this is a bad idea? Was it all of them? Or 88. 88. Okay. 88 okay. of 102. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good percentage right there. So, And it just, it, you know, there are ways to, there are ways there are ways to do no cash bail. This is not the way. Right. There are ways to change the law in which you think people in poverty cannot post cash bail. Um, there's ways to change the criminal court system, but yeah. this was not the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you don't have people who live in the belly of the beast, is yeah. how I call it, yeah. every single day, yeah. don't understand how some of these things operate, and there will be a lot of unintended consequences. Like, yeah. like you mentioned with you know the money and the right. financial component. Yeah. So. Yeah. But more importantly, I think you're saying 28 to 48 hours. I think, I think. 28, 4, 40 hours is not really enough time to cool down. (laughs) If you're talking domestic violence Mm -hmm. and children involved and that's, they can come out and find them easily. Yes. And, and they know where these places are. Sure. Are those places safe? I mean, day spring, I'm not saying it's not a safe place. I'm not saying that, but if an offender knows where they're going. Right. And, and they might. Um, So at cross point domestic violence, they're at the cross point specific location mm-hmm. it is it is a locked facility Good. there are only okay. certain individuals that are permitted in mm-hmm. there they have no hesitation in calling the police when they need to um i know that lucy and the um advocates did take a tour of day spring mm-hmm. um that is very well managed at right. day I'm, spring. Not, I'm not no but just that, to reassure yeah, just to reassure yeah. I, it's very well managed um and it's very strict and mm-hmm. they have very strict rules right you know so people who come and stay there also have to follow some pretty strict rules um, which is not always comfortable I suppose for some people Um, but I think I think those places are are well managed and and well um, taken care of so I don't think safety is a concern but however when they walk out of those places and they're walking to wherever I, I just I just think that's crazy that you can have someone who's you know um committing these kind of violent offenses and then they can get out <laughs> and they haven't had time to cool cool off does I mean, that make sense right no I, I you know so it used to be it was it's like a 72 hour stay away mm-hmm. so like the law just automatic no matter what the judge said it was 72 hours mm-hmm. just stay apart from each other mm-hmm. um you know so the problem is is that a lot of these folks who you know reoffend or get into mm-hmm. these situations they don't have anywhere else to go, so they're going to go back to the same environment. And right. I think a lot of the victims, whether it's men, women, children, they also feel as though they have no place to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Lucy and I want to make sure, not just in the month of October, right. but across the year, right. I mean, we'll do whatever we can to right. help people. We have, you know, in certain different circumstances, you know, um, we've put people on buses mm-hmm. yeah. to mm-hmm. 
out-of-state places. To get them, you know, we yeah. raise money to yeah. be able to do those yeah. types of things, to get them to family, to get mm-hmm. them to safety. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. It's so. a big, it's a much bigger thing than just, oh, let's pass a law. Right. In Springfield yeah. and how it trickles down and affects everybody. So it seems like there's just so much that doesn't make sense in all of this. Let, let me try to spin this a little bit. Um, Jacqueline, what would you say to a high school student or a group of high school students about how they can make sure they never get caught up in this cycle? I, I don't know that somebody wakes up at 13 and says, I'm going to engage the criminal life. Maybe they do. But I, I think for a lot of people, it's probably a series of bad choices. If you have the opportunity to speak to a group of high school students about finding success in life and making sure they don't see you as state's attorney Lacey, what would you say? I think you learn more from your failures than you do from your successes. And it's what you do after you fail. Okay. Okay. How you handle How that. you change your life. Yeah. You know, we all have bumps in the road. Um, I don't talk about, you know, my past or how hard it was to get into law school or some of the bumps I had along the way a lot to people. But I think it's important for people to know that when you do fail to there is hope. Right. I mean, you can change things up. I mean, it's just like with people with addiction um, and those types of things. You can break the cycle of violence. You Mm -hmm. can break the addiction, but it's what you do after you fail and how you move forward from that and empowering yourself and the difference between self-worth and self-confidence. Right. Um, Right. Having enough value in your own self-worth and knowing that you're worth something so you can go out into the world. And quite frankly, Mm -hmm. people say, well, I can't accomplish that. I didn't have this or I didn't have that. Quite frankly, I'm an example of you can accomplish anything if you want to, if you want it. Right, right. And so I think it's important for people to know whether they've been a victim of abuse. Yeah. They don't have to talk about it with anybody. Right. But how do they move forward? Yeah. Um, and, and getting out of that situation. And, you know, it can be uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. But you certainly, whether you're, you know, you're a defendant in a criminal case, it's, you know, when you're past that case, what yep. do you do afterwards and how do you handle life? Yep. Because look around Vermilion County. Please do not tell me that there isn't help. Oh, right. Absolutely. Please don't tell me that there isn't people who are willing to reach out to give somebody a helping hand and a, and a help up, yep. not mm-hmm. a handout. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So I think um, yeah. I think that's that's mm-hmm. probably what I would say. Something yeah. along those lines. Lucy, you got anything to add to that or? You just well, gonna defer to Jacqueline? No, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do that. A, I, do, I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I think that I agree with what she said about you know our community, Vermilion yeah. County. We are very lucky to be here. Yeah. And the the people that we have here and the resources that we have here, you can grow from you know the issues, the situations that you end up in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think you know call our office and we can help you find the right resources Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that want to help. And you've got advocates that are there we do. willing and able to yes. offer their time Every and day resources. They're, they're talking to victims of all different situations. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do it? They can call our office at 217-554-7750. Okay. Um, and the advocates will start the process. Okay. And October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, is yes, that right? And we're right. you're doing a 
fundraising drive for supplies for the shelters. Tell me one more time where people can drop off these supplies. Um, Our donation boxes will be at the Pink Poodle and Unique Boutique in Hoopston. I got to check that out. (laughs) Um, Flowers on Main in Georgetown and uh, both Mad Goat Coffee locations on South Gilbert and North Vermilion. Okay. Well, Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander, thanks for coming back to Direct Line. We never know when we have first-time guests if they'll want to come back or not. And so I'm glad that you reached out. But thank you for your hard work. And again, we're living in crazy times, and I'm thankful that you ladies are waking up every day saying, I want to make a difference. So keep it up. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you for having us. All right. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemeteries. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg. It's Steph. It is Thursday, September 28th. Thanks to State's Attorney Jacqueline Lacey and Lucy Overlander for being with us. They're uh, they're they're in a tough position, Steph. I they really so. are, and uh, I'm thankful for their hard work and really thankful for this uh, drive that they're instituting in right. October. It makes me think. Just how sheltered my life yeah, is, first yeah, of all. But yeah. how, how, where would you go, and how do, you, what do you do when in the middle of the night someone yeah. has committed a violent crime yeah. against you, and you have to, you have to go somewhere yeah. to be safe? Yeah, yeah. Most people don't have funds yeah. to go. I'm just yeah. going to go to a hotel. Yeah. And take my kids. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I really appreciated job. what Jacqueline had to say, though, about how you know, if you've messed up, that doesn't mean that has to define you forever, you know, and right. that how you handle failure. I, I think hmm. that's a reality in the Christian life in a lot of ways, you sure. know, 
how do you handle your worst moment? And unfortunately, it seems like there is a cycle where bad choices, bad behavior, you know, whatever it may be, it's just perpetuated by more bad choices, by more bad behavior. Right. And uh, years ago, I got a speeding ticket and I didn't want to pay the fine. So I went to traffic school. Okay. It was a wild, <laughs> wild experience. I mean, it's like 25 years ago, but I was like really nervous. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going in thinking, man, I hope nobody sees me here. You know, I just felt like I was, you know, bad for, for doing that. And I got in there and the, the guy, the, a nice young man sitting next to me, but I mean, his attitude, ah, no big deal. And he said, man, I've been arrested many times. And he goes, mm -hmm. this is just playing the system and just the, kind of the flippancy that he had behind it. I just, I, I wonder how prevalent that is quite well, honestly. Well, and, and now that with this, you know, no cash bail or whatever, yeah. It's like now it seems like other people are making bad decisions right. that are just going to perpetuate. Yeah, why would them. you not just keep on doing it? That's right. Exactly. If you right. can just walk out right. and yet there is no consequence right. until years down the road, right. if, if, if at all. Right. Right. It just seems like other people now are contributing yeah. to their bad choices. Let's just make some more. What will history say about the know. state of Illinois 50 years from now? You know, what know. will history say about this decision that that frankly our state leadership they think it's the greatest thing in the world you know they're they're dancing in the streets over this i just i, I just can't wrap my brain around how this is a good thing i don't right. get it right i really don't i mean it stresses out seems like it would be stressing the, po the yeah. police their yes. system because yeah. they're just arresting people only to really just go back and find them again right, right. let's right. do it again hey hmm. couple things this week's been awesome with the awakening we talked about the awakening for weeks leading up to right. it i've been there every night wow. at ellsworth park mm -hmm. there have been baptisms there's been worship you were mm -hmm. part of the worship team mm -hmm. there's been really good preaching. Mm -hmm. There's just been incredible fellowship. Right. I mean, I personally have just loved walking around. Yeah. Uh, I saw Pastor Randy last night from the Rock Church. I've seen Miles. I've mm -hmm. seen ju just guys that... Dave Anderson. Yeah, Dave Anderson's been there, and it's Jordan just Lang. been yeah. neat. There's just been this great mm -hmm. spirit yeah. that has really been flowing through our community, and there's one night left. Right. It's tonight. You're on the microphone tonight. Is that I right? tonight. Yep. Okay. The, the preacher's going to be Aaron Zickman. Right, from and Crossroads. I, I've watched Aaron grow up. Yeah. A lot of people know Aaron from Cole. Culver's. Yes. He kind of was running the show at Culver's, but he's doing ministry now right. and he's right. going to bring a good word. But come on out, free meal at six o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then the service begins at 630. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been really cool seeing people get baptized in the river just sure. right there, right. you know, and because um, they do to the end and it's they dark, do. but it's they dark. turn the lights they got big on spotlights. And, and yeah. um, I imagine it's a little cold. I would think, I, so. I would think so, but it's not stopped anybody no, from, from making that decision. Yeah. So that's yeah. really been a good thing. Hey, this Sunday's choir Sunday. I thought you had a great turnout for practice we Monday did. night. Yeah. And uh, I've never heard that first song that we're going to sing. Is that a new one? or it's by Elevation yeah, Worship never heard it. called yeah. Authority because you're talking about I, God's Word. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, I liked one of the lyrics, one word from you, things change yeah. on your authority. Yeah. And you just you just don't know what God can do yeah. when you ask him to do something. And it kind of surprises us a yeah. lot of times with what he does. And we got so. Amy Grant singing right before. I mean, Genevani. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. That's right. Big, yeah, yeah. Amy Grant song. Yeah. 
week. Where would that song be on the Amy Grant chart of all time? It's up top, right? I think it's up there. Thy Thy word word is a lamp into my feet. So it's going to be a good Sunday. So yeah, check it out at 8, 9, 20, 10, 45. Hey, there's a couple things happening in our community next month, uh, within the next couple weeks that I want to highlight. I love the work of the Hope Center in Fair Oaks. Nathan and Lauren Lindstrom do a great job, Mm -hmm. and they are hosting a fundraiser on Mm -hmm. Tuesday night, October 24, at the Danville Christian Family Ministry. That's 50 East Liberty. I think it's right by Connection Church. I'd never heard of it before, but I think it's right. It's a building right by Connection okay. Church. Okay. But the doors open at 6. The program begins at 6.30 p.m. I'm going to be there. I want to okay. check it out. But um, I hear that Royal Donut and Mad Goat are providing the food and nice. the drinks. Nice. So that sounds That's like a, a good go. evening, right? Yeah. So that is Tuesday the 24th. Then on Thursday the 26th, there is a dyslexia awareness event. Hmm. Uh, Rob Holt. Um, Rob Witzel, who has been on Direct Line right. a couple times, uh, asked me would I sponsor a table. So I'm going to try to nice. sponsor a table that night. But Mike Holvey, Mr. Newhoff Media, is the keynote that night. Hmm. And I hear he's going to tell his story. Oh, and that's, that's 6 neat. to 8 p.m. on Thursday the 26th at the Masonic Temple hmm. here in town. So just some great opportunities. I was thinking about all the different organizations and ministries that do a good work mm-hmm. and rely on funding of others. Mm-hmm. And these are great opportunities to come out, hear stories, give back, mm-hmm. make a difference. Mm-hmm. So a couple things I want to highlight in history. I've really slacked on the history. Um, this week in 1789, September 25, Congress amended the U.S. Constitution to prohibit the establishment of a state, church, or governmental interference with the exercise of the free exercise of religion. Hmm. Now, I share that with you. It's interesting in light of the study we've got going on on Oasis on Tuesday morning and Wednesday nights. This week, we looked at the church at Smyrna from Revelation 2, 8 through 11, Mm -hmm. and they were absolutely being pounded Mm. by the empire of the day. All are welcome to join us at Oasis. Um, Just a great time to dive into God's Word. This next week, we're going to look at the church at Pergamum. Do you know anything about the church at Pergamum? Not much. Show up next week. Hey, here's the second and last thing. September 26, 1960, Massachusetts Senator John F. Kennedy and United States Vice President Richard Nixon square off in the first televised presidential debate in Chicago. Hmm. People that listened to the debate on radio said Nixon won, but the people that watched the debate overwhelmingly said it was Kennedy. Interesting. Said that Nixon looked nervous. He refused to wear makeup. And actually, for 16 years, there was not another televised debate because Lyndon Johnson and then Richard Nixon both refused to go on TV because they knew that that their uh, appearance in front of the camera would not be a positive. Isn't that something? Yes, we got to do sponsors. Thank you very much. Who are we saying thank you to? Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan. Stanley. And did you watch the debate last night? I didn't watch a second. You did. I did. Who was your winner? The one that said the least amount. Doug Burgum, the the, <laughs> I, the governor only, nobody knows from North Dakota. Only because yeah. I can't stand all yeah. that yelling yeah. at each yeah. other. Who did you walk away with a worse opinion of before the night began? Mike Pence. Yeah, that's sad. That, that's heartbreaking. Because you know, of all of them, he's been the guy I've probably leaned toward the most just because of his strong faith. Yep. But we've seen a different Pence in the debates, haven't we? I haven't and haven't liked any of it. Yeah. So. Well, hey, Steph, thanks for a great show. Garrett, thanks for spinning the dials. Next week, Paul D. Arman yeah. and Mariah Hansen from the Women's Care Clinic will be with us. Thanks for listening to Direct Line. Have a great day.